Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fifth episode of the Crosswalk Podcast. I am your host, Cross Fuller, and today's guest appearance is a dear friend of mine, that is Eva Karnowski, a Bearden High School and Leadership Three graduate. She is a current sophomore at the University of Tennessee, as well as the Honors Leadership Program at UTK. Lastly, she is the sister of her younger brother, Nelson Karnowski, aka Nelly T, who was our guest on episode four. With this being said, she is here with me now. How are you, Eva? I'm doing good. I'm happy that finals are almost done. I'm ready to be home free and enjoy the summer, but it feels good to be back at Bearden. Yeah, I bet it does. Tell me, how are finals going? They're going. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Um, almost done. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, I bet it's pretty stressful. I know it's stressful at Bearden, so I can only imagine with college it's a little bit more uh, amplified. Yeah. So, Tell me a little bit more about yourself. What year did you graduate from Bearden High School? I am a Bearden High School graduate of the class of 2019. So right before the pandemic hit, I was the last normal class, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and now I'm a sophomore at uh, UT, like Cross said. Um, I'm majoring in nursing and minoring in leadership studies with the Honors Leadership Program. Um, it's going great. I love it. UT is just a really great place to be. Yeah, so did you, was your mind originally set on going to UT? Or <laughs> no. if it wasn't, where were you thinking, or what were you thinking about? So, you know, I've always, I've, I'm from Knoxville, and I've lived here my whole life. And, you know, growing up, I always feel like orange and white was kind of shoved down my throat. And I was like, no, never going to UT, disgusting, absolutely not. You had that back home syndrome. Exactly. I'm not going to go. Exactly. Um, so I remember looking at places like ETSU and Western Kentucky University. And I think I also looked at the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Um, and I liked all of those schools and they were really nice, but I just remember going to UT and I took a tour and I had never really seen campus before. And we got to the Torchbearer statue, which if you are um, around UT campus, it's like close to Neyland Stadium. And they told us the Torchbearer Creed and you know that just really resonated with me. And I was like, you know what? go balls here we are very cool so you made that decision what ending your senior year mm -hmm. or okay yeah cool so and that really just put it over the edge of the other three or four colleges you were looking at yes very cool i'm sure a lot of teachers here were very happy that you go to UT because <laughs> you get to visit them and we're going to touch on those teachers a little bit later okay so also you were a graduate from leadership three i touched on that intro so how did your journey begin in leadership and how did that i guess transpire yeah so i've done student council ever since i was in fourth grade um, so I've always been like an SGA kid. I, that's always just been really important to me. And I remember being in middle school, you know, still holding that value of like leadership and service and student council. Um, and, you know, they had some of our teachers come in and talk about electives to take your, um, during high school. And they came and told us about leadership. And I was like, leadership, that's a good thing. I should apply to that class. Um, but I knew like the chances were low. I'd always been told like freshmen usually don't get first picked for that class and your application just has to be great. Um, so I just applied anyways. I was as honest as I could be. You know, I really wanted to take the class. And I mean, lo and behold, I got into leadership one my freshman year. Um, that first year, I think was the first year that Moneymaker um, uh, taught it. And, you know, it was a learning experience, and I think she learned a lot from it. I learned a lot from it. Um, really helped me get involved in Bearden and just kind of understand, like, how this school works and how to get plugged in and connected to everybody. Um, loved it so much, decided to take leadership, too. So Moneymaker, you're saying, taught leadership one? Yes. And so Cody Martin had not 
taught it yet. <laughs> I think he had, okay, this could be totally wrong, but my understanding of it is, is that he sometimes taught leadership one, but my freshman year, she was Miss Ellis then, but Moneymaker taught leadership one, and then Martin taught leadership two, and then we would kind of have like crossover days, like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, where leadership one and leadership two would work together. Okay, now, so we did not have leadership three and four, we just went up to leadership two there. That's where I come in. Yes. Um, so, okay, that's interesting. Moneymaker, by the way, great last name. Yes. Um, so, carrying on, so you went to Leadership 2, now you're with who, Cody Martin now, or are you still with this Moneymaker? Oh, this is where it gets interesting. Okay. So, oh, I think if I remember correctly, this is when Bearden was, like, trying to change, like, their class schedules all the time. So, we had, like, that awkward... Oh, uh, the 30 and 30, not 30 yeah. and 30, but it was... With like your STEM elective program, yeah, like, okay. you know what I'm talking about. I do, yeah. I do. yeah, so I think leadership two kind of got merged with SGA for like that that one year. Yeah, it that, was my that freshman class year. Yeah, I think that's right. It was a 45 minute skinny. Yes, um, that's what it was called. Yeah. Um. So I think it was like that my sophomore year and junior year, and I don't. It's it's really really interesting. I I don't entirely remember why they changed the schedule so much when I was here um but eventually I was in leadership two slash SGA sophomore year leadership um uh, no I was just in SGA junior year and it was kind of like SGA slash leadership class yeah. and then senior year I was in leadership three with four other seniors mm -hmm. sorry that was very complicated no that's okay <laughs> yes so my connection with Eva in that story is I was taking leadership two and she would come in during my lunch and that's when I got to meet her and as well as an SGA um, which I'm very thankful now looking back on it yes. that we did get to meet I am too all right so now let's make a transition we're going back into college okay so you kind of already touched on it but how was life at UT like talking freshman sophomore year whatever you want well it's definitely been different because of COVID um, so I think my class is just really interesting because we got like a nice like little taste of like what college should look like and what college actually is. And then we had COVID hit where we got sent home and then this year being completely online. Um, but I mean, it's, it's been a whirlwind for sure. But I mean, I am having just such a blast at UT. I feel like I have really met a lot of really awesome people and, you know, I've been fortunate enough to maintain a lot of the connections that I did have in high school while fostering more. Um, and then as far as education-wise, like, I'm learning a lot. Um, like I said, I'm a nursing major, and then with that, I'm getting really invested in, like, the social justice issues that are associated with healthcare and nursing and everything. Um, and so that's just been such an eye-opening experience, and, you know, I recognize I still have a lot to learn, um, but, I mean... I'm really happy at UT. It's been it's been awesome. That's awesome. That's really good to hear. That very very cool. So you you kind of touched on it. And I hadn't even thought about it. Your freshman year, you got the normal college experience up until March 12th. Yeah. Um, that's a very day that we'll remember. Yes. I will remember for a very long time. Um, and then this year, has it been all virtual for you, or majority of it virtual? Majority virtual. Okay. Um, my first semester, I had. One in-person class, it was the globalization of education. That sounds riveting. It was. It actually was. I enjoyed that class. Um, so I had that in-person class all semester. I had a microbiology lab in person because you can't really do that online. Mm -hmm. um, and then this semester, um, I had one in-person class, and that was uh, swimming. 
So you can't really do that online either. Nope, I don't think you can. That'd be <laughs> interesting if you could. So going tying that back into some of the questions we have, are some of your favorite memories, almost all of them, are they freshman year? Or do you, a lot of them are sophomore years, you shake your head no. So why is that? Um, I, I have a lot of great memories from both years, but I think sophomore year has been, has cultivated a lot more like positive memories just because, you know, I associate freshman year with COVID, being home and not getting to see any of my friends for such a long time and just being afraid of getting sick and things like that. So freshman year did have some awesome memories associated with it. I met a lot of really awesome people my first semester, but I've really enjoyed sophomore year and most of my favorite memories come from this year. Um, and I think part of that is because um, I'm having to be more intentional about you know, getting to see my friends and like going um, to meet up with people or do certain activities. Like I live on off campus now, so I'm already removed from UT as it is. And then, you know, with so many restrictions, I'm having to be really intentional about my time and how I spend that time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that awareness has really given me the opportunity to have some really great memories. Very so, cool. Yeah. So you, trans you transferred from dorm life to call it uh, to apartment life yes sophomore year are you happy like doing that yeah Looking I back am. On it? yeah um part of me does wish I still lived on campus um just because campus life is awesome I love to walk and everything is within walking distance like mm -hmm. when I lived on campus I was walking 10 miles a day it was awesome got a nice calf workout yes oh go. my calves looked great walking up airs to airs every morning it's yes. great um and then you know, I don't know if it's just because of COVID or because I live off campus, but I mean, I'm barely walking four miles a day now, um, which is okay. I'm finding exercise elsewhere, but um, I think both have its perks. Um, one part of off-campus life that I really like is I can control uh, what is made for like food-wise. Nice. Um, love having a kitchen. I've recently learned that I love to cook. Very cool. Yeah. Didn't, didn't know that until recently. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So you talk about freshmen, and I guess your semester one, you got the full experience in semester two that kind of went away. So how did your leadership class change? Because you talk about minoring in leadership. I'm guessing that had a significant impact in that. So yes. what did that look like? Um, first semester of freshman year, um, for the honors leadership program, you take ELPS 207, which is introduction to leadership um, and just learning about the foundations and everything. And um, my professor was awesome, really got to know a lot of my best friends in that class. Um, it was really group heavy, so like, it was great to like collaborate with people in person and you know just kind of get used to college life. Um, second semester of freshman year, we take an ethics course, um, ELPS 217. And um, you know, the class I took <laughs> met once a week on Monday nights from like 5:30 to eight. Oh boy. Yeah, but that's okay. That's um, so I remember for the part of the semester that was in person, um, it was really interesting just like getting to like see people in person, you know, again, work collaboratively. And then, you know, with your ethics courses, you know, a big part of that is discussion based. So getting to talk to people in person was also really nice. Um, and then to be completely honest with you, um, when COVID happened, um, my professor suspended class for the rest of the semester except for our one final project. So y'all um, didn't even do Zoom meetings or anything? No. He's just like, all right, done. Nope, she said, uh, y'all will be all right. 
Um, we had to do a final project, and we had to look at a leader who has handled the pandemic really well. Okay, very cool. Um, and then we presented that to the class, but, I mean, that was it. Very cool. I actually, I, I can relate to that. So, I mean, you finished from Knoxville, um, and our final for Leadership Base was writing a paper on local heroes who are not, like, well-known, mm-hmm. um, like, on TV or anything, or media, and how they kind of demonstrated leadership qualities so awesome. i get that very very cool yeah so do you have the same professor they're all they're all stages or um it, it change? changed it changed um my first semester i had um he's now dr ashton cooper great guy love him um and then for my ethics class i had um i think driscoll she was a, she was a really sweet lady but um it has changed yeah so your professors. professor when you wrote that paper that final what leader what did they do during the pandemic so well and why did you write about it so i wrote my paper on ut's chancellor um Dondi plowman um i idolize her maybe a little too much but um i just talked about how she has handled the pandemic um i'm trying to remember everything that i talked about but i remember using um two of the ethical principles that we talked about i think i used um the principle of care and maybe kantian ethics um, but I just talked about how, you know, she has the best intentions in mind for students by sending them home and trying to find ways to keep students engaged. Um, my professor really liked it. My TA really liked it. I got a good grade in the class, got a good grade on that project. So I must have done something right. I, I think you did. It sounds like it was a great paper. Um, so how were you prepared for the new environment, COVID speaking and just going into college? And I mean, did high school really help you in that way? Um, I'm going to sound like a walking advertisement for Bearden High School That's when okay. I say this. Go for it. Um, but I really do think Bearden helped prepare me for UT specifically. Um, something that's really nice about UT is that we also use Canvas. So where all my friends were like, I don't know how to submit my assignments. I was like, I got you. I can help you out. I know how to do that. Just when I was hoping we'd leave Canvas behind. Yes. Here we are. Four more years. Nope. Awesome. It never goes away, I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, I think that really helped me. And then, you know, I... I feel like I had a great support system here at Bearden and they were very encouraging and I felt like you know they helped me with the transition from Bearden to UT and I felt very supported I felt very prepared um, to go into that. Do you think your experiences with like SGA or NHS all these student-led clubs uh, helped you to get like be successful in that environment 100 percent. okay what about leadership i mean we know cody martin teaches it so <laughs> and we have three people in this room myself eva and then our production team mr Vosick, who are all rivals against <laughs> mr martin so can we honestly say that he helped oh that's a tough call that is a really tough decision um i think the answer is gonna have to be yes yeah, and as much as i don't want it to be i think it's gonna have to be a yes yeah <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen because that might raise his ego just a tad bit. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think um, he's done uh, a lot for everybody. He teaches yes. very good content in that class. Um, so when you went to college, especially the leadership college or your nursing career, how did your leadership, I guess, mentality or the way you thought about leadership, how did that develop? Did your perspective change or did it solidify your already beliefs going into it? That's a good question. Um, I think that it mostly solidified what I'd already thought about leadership. I think coming to UT, I, let me back up. Before coming to UT, I had always really valued servant leadership. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember Dr. Bartlett at all. I don't know if oh, that I was remember before. Dr. Bartlett. Okay, I can't remember if that was before your time or not. Yeah, no, he played a huge factor in ROTC program. Oh, that's um, right, yes. Yeah, so yes. I remember him always being very behind servant leadership, which yes. I am as well, work at Chick-fil-A, and that's yes. the thing they teach, and then right. in leadership class. So I'm a firm believer in, in servant leadership. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Great guy. Love Dr. Bartlett. Yeah, he is great, but he is a traitor now because he's yeah. a principal of Marion. <laughs> it's um, okay. It's, it's okay. okay. We'll, 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 we still respect him. Yes, we do. Absolutely. <laughs> him and Miss Vaughn, but yeah, we'll they're both miss them both. Yes. Um, anyways, so I always had that idea of servant leadership because of taking leadership classes because of Dr. Bartlett always talking about servant leadership. Um, and then coming to UT, I feel like that was also solidified. I talked about the volunteer creed a second ago, um, which is one that bears the torch, shout out with oneself to bring light to others. Um, yes, that's my tour guide coming in. But um, I think that that creed has, it's seen throughout, all throughout campus. We always talk about upholding the volunteer creed, always talk about being a volunteer because we are the UT volunteers. Um, so that idea of servant leadership has really stuck with me. Um, I think if anything, if how it's changed, I may be more just aware of like myself and myself and like any biases that I have. Um, I don't know if that's just like a college thing or what, but I think, you know, UT is, it's relatively diverse. Um, It is predominantly like the same group, uh, groups of people. Mm -hmm. But I think being aware of like some of the issues that other groups of people face Mm -hmm. that has really um, helped me become a more well-rounded leader Mm -hmm. and just made me more aware of, what, who I am and what I bring to the table. Very cool. If that makes sense. I think that's, I think it's a big part of it. I would say that the first step of leadership is getting to know yourself, mm-hmm. and then the second step, or even the third step, is trying to understand the other people's perspectives yes. and their experiences in life. Um, so that's really cool. It sounds like you're talking about empathy, which again, <laughs> throwing it back to episode one, that's what we talked about: empathetic leadership. Um, speaking of it now, what is leadership to you right now at this very moment? If the definition of leadership to me the definition of leadership is always serving others um, I always think of a leader as someone who does not act in their own interest but they are working in the interest of others um, one of the things I really value too is input um, I don't think you can be a leader without getting input from other people around you you know otherwise you're just being selfish um, and you don't want selfish leaders Um, something that I think is, you know, that really sticks out to me is that you cannot help someone else unless they ask for that help. Um, I got, sorry, this is kind of going off on a tangent, but that's okay. A couple weeks ago, I got to volunteer at remote, uh, remote area medical, which is an organization that is based in Maribel. And what they do is they work with, um, different rural cities and they you know provide free physicals free dental and eye care for these people who live in rural communities Mm -hmm. um anyways so a big part of them is that they do not go into a community unless they are asked and i think that that is something that needs to be i guess more integrated into leadership practices i think you have to want and need a leader and it it kind of goes back to uh, john c maxwell's rule of Mm buy-in that's what i'm thinking about right now absolutely um but you have to buy into that leader and part of that is um you know wanting that person to lead i think it's powerful so funny thing is my favorite words out of all words i got asked this uh, about a few weeks ago by RC Cadet was what is your favorite word in the English dictionary and my favorite word is weight w-a-i-t 
And the reason why I like wait so much is because I think a lot of times leaders want to jump in. I know I want to jump in. That's the first thing I do. And you touched on it. Some people don't want to be helped or they need time. They need to gain that trust. So a leader has to wait and they have to say, you know what, I'll be here when you're ready. And that's that. They know they have a, a shoulder to cry on, to lean on, and you're ready for it. So I think that's very powerful, and I, I love that you brought that up. I like that you brought up the idea of weight. That's really powerful. That's going to stick with me for a while yeah. now, too. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's a great way to end this segment. So now we're going to introduce a new segment called Rapid Fire. So what this is, it's a brand-new piece that is geared to ask broad, entertaining, and fast questions for our guests to get them to get to know them just a little bit better. Okay. So, are you ready for this? I guess so. <laughs> okay, let's do this. All right, best storm at UT for females? Oh, that's hard. Brown. Brown. Okay, and for males? Also brown. Okay, wow. Brown's really winning it out here. <laughs> best place to eat at UT on campus? <sighs> okay, so mm, that's really tough. So they're currently building a new dining hall, which is going to have a full service Chick Fil A. It's the first first full service. You, uh, Chick-fil-A on a college campus. So I might be moving Chick-fil-A's, just foreshadowing. Yes. Um, um, so now. I'm going to say probably that new dining hall, but for me personally, PCB, it's got to win it. It's a great place. Very cool. Okay. It's very retro. So all-nighter must, i.e. snacks. Like if you got to pull it, you're cramming in a project, which don't procrastinate, um, never happens. What do you eat? Cookout milkshake. Cookout milkshake. Which type? It varies okay. um, depending on how I'm feeling. Usually it's M&M, mint Oreo, or just Oreo. Cool. Always my go-to. Very good. I like the banana pudding. I'm Ooh. biased though. Best professor at UT? Probably Ashton Cooper, Dr. Ashton Cooper. Very cool. And freshman and sophomore year, what do they teach? Um, that's my, ooh, that is my ELPS 207 teacher. Oh, he awesome. is, he, I think he's the director of the Honors Leadership Program. So Very cool. He's a great guy. That's awesome. Favorite sibling? You don't have to answer. You don't want to. No comment. Okay. Um, favorite teacher at Bearden? Oh, you can't ask that question. That's really unfair. Um. Oh, gosh. There's so many. Can I also say no comment? Yes. Okay. <laughs> favorite class at Bearden? Oh, um, that will probably have to be... I... I'm very biased, and I don't want to say this is going to raise Martin's ego, but leadership was awesome, particularly in my senior year, just because it was only five of us, mm -hmm. and we all got super close, learned a lot. Um, uh, oh, leadership or orchestra. I can't forget orchestra. Very cool. Okay, and lastly, what was your favorite year in high school? I had a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. These are so hard. Probably senior year. Senior year? Senior year is the best. Very cool. And we're going to end this episode. That concludes the rapid-fire questions. Thank you. Um, the last two are kind of just some tips and implementations for, I guess, upcoming high schoolers going into college. So what should high schoolers be excited for in attending any type of college? Yeah. So. I think something to be really excited about is that, and it's going to be a cliche, but college really is a clean slate. I think what's been really nice is, like, I feel like, in high school, I was more introverted and kind of shy. Um, I was not very confident in myself whatsoever. Um, but then something happened the summer between senior year and college, and my confidence went up a little bit. I felt a little bit better about myself. I was really excited to come to UT, um, and I think that really helped me a lot. I made a lot of new friends. I feel like I'm very well plugged into the university, um, and so 
probably the biggest piece of advice I can be is just don't be afraid to put yourself out there. I know it's scary. Just don't be afraid to go up and say hi to people. I think one of the first friends that I made at UT that I'm still friends with today, we met at orientation and she just had a fun little button on her backpack. And I said, hey, I like your button. And then here we are today and we're still really good friends. That's so, incredible. Yeah, kind of like little lollipop moments if you watch that, that TED Talk. Yep, and Mr. Martin did not show us that video. Uh, um, any tips or recommendations for an, on, an incoming freshman? For just in general? To, yeah, any tips in general? Hmm. Uh, don't get behind on your schoolwork. Um, it will bite you in the butt. Um, just go to class. Don't sleep in. Those 8 a.m.s you're going to want to sleep in. Go to class. It's important. You're paying money to go there. Don't forget that. Um, also, just don't be afraid. Don't forget to take care of yourself. Um, the first two months of college, I rarely went to the dining halls just because, like, I didn't know, like, when to go eat. Mm -hmm. Um, so I lost like a lot of weight my first couple months of college just because I was not eating. Um, so just don't forget to take care of yourself. Drink some water, go on a walk, take study breaks, go eat some decent food. You cannot eat cookout every single night. You got to eat some fruits and veggies. There's, That's my nurse coming out too. But. Awesome. There, hey, well, you know, I think we all could use a reminder to eat more <laughs> vegetables. Well, thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for being for episode five special guest. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. It feels Absolutely. good to be back. Well, thank you. I'm glad to have you back. And ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude us. Thank you for listening and taking the next steps alongside me. And lastly, go Vols. Yes, sir.